Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. It's June, Mark. Can you believe it? Where I woke up with this big bushy beard. I'm covered in spider webs. What happened? I don't know. Where, where have we been? Andrew, I've been listening to the same episode of Best of the Best week after week. My date with the president's daughter. No, not Best of the Best, you <laughs> jerk. Get on brand, man. If we're doing a bit, we're doing no, a bit. No, you're right. You're right. I've been listening. Yeah, we'll cut this in. Okay, and... Okay, and... I've been listening to the same episode of whatever show this is. Sure. It's been my date with the president's daughter over and over again, and I keep thinking, I don't think I watched this show, and that guy doesn't sound like you me. You sound different, and you have a different name. And also... I feel like the guy who's on this episode hasn't watched the show also, so it might be me. Oh. I'm not sure. Mark, we've been very busy in the past couple months. Incredibly busy. Andrew, have either one of us been in the great state of California? Uh, I've, this I'm whole here, time? I'm here. Not this whole time. Not this whole time. In the time I'm we here were, right now. Yeah, we're both here right now. Yeah. And that's why we're recording. Where were we before? Well, I was, uh, I was away at work uh, in... Beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, yes. On a show that is yet to be announced. Bright Lights, Big City. Bright Lights, Big City. Here's here's my here's my Vegas story. I was there for two months. That's a long time. That's a long time. time to be in Las Vegas. Have you ever been in Vegas for that long? I've been in the longest I've been in Vegas before that is about six days. And that's about that's like <laughs> that's the, a big difference. That is the longest That time is a of, very big difference. The shelf life of a Vegas trip is about that is like at most six I would days. say it's You're half pushing that. that. We were working on a show. We were put up at a hotel on the Strip, mm-hmm. and you just see the same people working there every yes. single day, yes. in and out and in and out. I went to uh, this place called Ellis Island Casino and Hotel. Where's that? It is a. It's across the street from. Uh, it's on Koval and paradise i think yes of course it's like uh caddy corner to the flamingo it's a little bit further from the flamingo okay uh it's down from top top golf oh well yeah i know where that is so at uh, ellis island casino there's uh the big thing that they're known for is they have their own brewery so they have two on two dollar and two dollar fifty cent uh beers okay which is a steal in vegas that's a very good price if you're paying for beer and they have karaoke there every night in their bar. Okay. Every night. And uh, when we would go over there after work, they promoted this big thing. They had uh, they had on a Friday and Saturday, they had an Elvis show in their little bar at the karaoke, where the karaoke is. Mm-hmm. And it's a, kind of a dinky little bar, but it's fun. And we were, happened to be there when they were when the guy dressed like Elvis. He's dre- he, he was wearing like what era? Jail uh, Jailhouse Rock. Oh, fun. And and he was. 
killing this crowd. They loved him. There mm-hmm. was a bunch of old people there. There was a woman who was there from Germany who traveled there every year just to come <laughs> see this little show. This guy. All right. And he would like, he had a wireless mic and he would go around the bar and he was just, he would, and, and he had like, and he would take requests as well. Like he had the entire Elvis catalog like right, down. Right, yeah. And so this is my Vegas story. We see this guy and we're like, this guy's great. And he's on the billboard. They're promoting him like Fridays and Saturdays. We go back there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Guy's dealing blackjack. Oh. So all that glitters is not gold, Mark. That's true. Uh, Andrew, you were, of course, also there working. Uh, how many nights did you deal blackjack? Uh, well, I was I was on Wednesdays, Thursdays, right. and uh, sometimes, God forbid, I was on Saturdays. During That's, the breakfast crowd, right? Yeah, they <laughs> just... don't tip. They're terrible at blackjack. Right. They want to touch the cards. Folks, let me just tell you, you, you can't touch the cards. In how multi- many times did they ask to see your cards? <laughs> Surprisingly... Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Can I? Can I, I just want to see, see yours. Just the one that's down. Mine yeah. are both up. I'm showing you mine. And you know what? Here's a rule in blackjack. A lot of people don't know this. If you ask the dealer nicely, they have to show you. Right. So, so that's an yeah. awkward. <laughs> that's awkward for you. I'm like oh. Oh god. All right. All right. It's a seven. You're like oh, I'll stay. Uh, I think I want to do this. <laughs> that's where I was for two months. It was miserable and uh, soul crushing, but. I did it. You know, you got to you got to make that money, Mark. Yeah, we got mouths to feed. Yeah, we got bills to pay. Where were you, Mark? I don't know. Why did I gave you my gear? I thought you were going to record a bunch of episodes. Yeah, I I said I would. I was in Mexico. Yeah. Making a TV show uh that is perhaps best unnamed. But uh here's my Mexico story, Andrew. They moved. I was there for 5 weeks. Mhm. And Cinco. I've never heard that word before. <laughs> I was there for five weeks, and they moved me five times. They moved your your sleeping quarters. Yes. Yeah. Five, five times. Five times. So I would cinco. I would unpack, mm-hmm. and then they would be like, "Good news, get your shit. You're moving again." <laughs> and I'd be like, "This is the last time, right?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you?" <laughs> But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be recording again. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, Andrew, I am glad to be watching television movies again. That's right. Back to the old grindstone, as they say. Mark, it's June. You know what that means. It's time to get out there. Yeah. Summer vacation, folks. Hit the parks. We got to go. Go to the beach. Go Go to Go to the, the, the national parks. See a Dodger game? Maybe. Go Watch to, them lose to the goddamn Cubs like a bunch of uh, bums. I, I go to um, you know, hike a trail. Go to go a, to a carnival. Go to go to the big summer blockbusters, Mark. The big tent. Yes, play. Avengers Endgame, Aladdin, uh, John Wick Three, The Wickening, Lion King, Booksmart, more lions, Toy Toy Story Four. Uh, back in the habit. <laughs> they sing for the Pope in that one, right? Isn't that what? Yeah, happens that's what that happens. One? Mark in uh, the month of June, uh, at least to start, we're gonna we're watching this incredible uh, feature about Disneyland. Disneyland, one of the biggest, most fantastic, uh, internationally known amusement parks, right in our backyard. And of course, Andrew, right now is a huge. There, there's a, there's a. Just 
everybody's talking about Disneyland because they have Star Wars land. Star Wars. Land. They have a big, big thing. Everybody wants to go there. They have to turn people away from the gates. Mm -hmm. Uh, At your trivia party, I talked to John Douglas for maybe 45 minutes about Star Wars land, about all the complications that are happening with it. They have one attraction, and the next one will be ready eventually. Get ready. You can see the show building, but that's all. So, yeah, they got one attraction. It's uh, they they dress up that mater and they send him around, and they're just like, I don't know, he's R two D two now. I don't know, I don't give a shit. <laughs> he's C three PO. You guys like C three PO, right? He's or, like, golly, I'm like yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's oh his eyes are moving all yeah. over the place. Oh, it's it's, it's 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 upsetting. They they loaned out the Velociraptor from Universal Studios. Yeah, and he's they're like, I don't know. There was a Velociraptor around. in Jurassic Park, wasn't there? And they're like, hey. Yeah, I think he was on an Endor, right? Main Street Electrical Parade just comes zooming through. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> but Andrew, as you know, I I, I thought, hmm. why don't we get back to the good old days of of Disneyland? Why don't we look we, at? We want E tickets, D tickets, C B A tickets. Yes. Why don't we see what the land was like once upon a time? Go a back to the time, time when Walt Disney bragged that he told Khrushchev to fucking kick rocks. You know the story? Yeah, they played uh, beer pong, right? No. Oh. Well, Khrushchev was going to visit Disneyland. And he told him to keep, Well, no, he actually. He told him to go to Knott's Berry Farm actually, instead. Actually, there was a. He, he, when he visited the United States in like 59 or 60, he was going to visit Disneyland. And the story was always that, that Walt Disney was going to tell him no, that he wasn't allowed to visit Disneyland. But I believe he. I believe the United States government stepped in and they said. It's going to be a bit of a security risk. Right. We can't have him visit Disneyland. But Walt Disney tells a story that he was going to, if if Khrushchev showed up, he was going to show him his fleet of submarines. Okay. I don't know. I just, it's a bit of Disney lore. Was that in uh, Saving Mr. Banks? Uh, yes. Uh, when he. That was he, elite. That was the second act. Right? He came in was... and he coughed a bunch and he's like, <laughs> I told Khrushchev to fuck right off. <laughs> And then the person in front of you said, because it's the Cold War. That means he's dying of tuberculosis. He's, he's dying of tuberculosis, but he also has the Cold It's the Cold War. And then I leaned over and I was like, I think he just smokes a lot. No, I don't think it's that. It's no, no. It's when he coughs, it means he's got tuberculosis. And he's saving. He's not saving the, the, the father. He's saving the kids. I think he might be pregnant. <laughs> He's got a grocery bag with a with a baguette. <laughs> with a bunch out of of baguette. I think he went to the he went, grocery he went to the supermarket. <laughs> We're going back to the roots, though, Mark. We watched uh, this time around. We watched something entitled Disneyland Showtime, and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I love to call "Well, What Do You Know." Disneyland Showtime aired on ABC on March 22nd, 1970. Wow. 1970. So long ago. Mark, um, what do you know about Disneyland? In general? Yeah. Uh, it's an amusement park. That's true. Uh, it's very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it opened, the pirates didn't eat people. 
Uh, that's from a movie. That's. But I want to say that's like um, Apollo 13. Yeah, I think. I think he says it in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's the fly. Because <laughs> I, I, I know Goldblum yeah, says it. Yeah, Jeff so. Goldblum steps into the teleport. He's like, uh, you know, when. Uh, drink, drink deeply from the uh, <laughs> plasma pool or drink not at all. Also, uh, uh, that when, in, when Jurassic Park, when uh, Disneyland, Disneyland opened, opened the. Pirates, Pirates didn't, didn't eat people. He said, uh, it's one of your pile of shit. Yeah. Right? That's all Yeah, that's what, that's what he said. Uh, I know, here's, here's what I know about Disneyland and tangentially what I know about this particular video mm-hmm. that we watched, this mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. movie. Uh, every once in a while, Disneyland would open up a new attraction and they would say to their friends at ABC, what if we made an hour-long commercial for this attraction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would say, well, why would we do that? And they'd say, they'd, they'd rub their fingers together. <laughs> oh, the finger thing means money. And they'd say, oh, money. money okay, right. yeah, we'll Got do it, it for yeah, money. Yeah, sure. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. In 1970, 1970, Disneyland opened the... Uh, a brand new attraction. A brand new, exciting attraction. Everybody wanted to know about it. Mm-hmm. And our friends at ABC decided to make a commercial about it. True. And they did. In the form of Disneyland Showtime. This aired during the wonderful world of Disney. Again, March 22nd, 1970. The director of this, Mark, Gordon Wiles. Of course. Uh, he, uh, he worked on... Uh, Land of the Lost. Okay. Ginger in the Morning. You know, never never heard, heard of never that. Never heard of that movie? What is that? I don't know. Alright. <laughs> and uh, uh, he uh, is also a director on Rowan and Martin's Laughing. I'm Socket to Me? Socket to Me. This was written by a bunch of people, but I've got <laughs> just, here just a team of geniuses working together. John Bradford, mm-hmm. Jim Defoe, right? Ed Haas. Yeah. Ed Haas. Uh, Ed Haas actually has a lot of credits. Uh, most recently, uh, he has a writing credit on Mockingbird Lane. Okay. Which is because he developed the Munsters. Did he? Yes, he did. Okay. And uh, Bill Richmond. Yes. Who uh, wrote a bunch of movies. He has a writing credit on both The Nutty Professors because he wrote the original one. All right. And well, then he gets uh, credit for the uh, you know the new one. Yeah, well, that doesn't... I, I feel like that and Mockingbird Lane don't count. Wrote for The Carol Burnett Show and All also right. wrote episodes of Blossom. Okay. So he's got a storied career. Did he... Uh, would he write in uh, brackets, Carol Breaks? <laughs> yeah, he would write, uh, uh, Tim Conway yeah. does something... Uh, and then uh, big look to the audience. Yeah, huge look. Everyone starts laughing. Everyone forgets what characters they're playing, and then he's like, "All right, and send. And Put that on the cue cards, copy." Folks. <laughs> and uh, this is starring Mark, a veritable cast of thousands. Uh, Fifty thousand people, I believe, are be in this. Quite if clear. You, if you want to believe what the show tells us, Mark, uh, they don't make stuff like this anymore. No, they don't. And I think that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as, Andrew, I love commercials. I love brands. I think we both. Oh, how dare you? I think we both this, love brands. If this is anybody but me, you're stealing my fucking bitch. I think we both love brands and we both love commercials. I love brands. And the idea of somebody putting forth a giant commercial commercial, and then presenting it as entertainment. Here's content. Is delightful to me. Yes. They're like, um... These guys look like they're having fun. So, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So this stars the Osmonds, minus Marie. 
Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh Famously, Kurt Russell has a Disney connection. Uh, well, he has a bunch of Disney connections. He but has many Disney, but he has thing, the most the, important Disney Mark's, connection. Mark, apparently, this is your... I love this. Okay. I love this fact. This is one of my what, favorite facts. What is Kurt Russell's connection to Disney? Walt Disney's final words on his deathbed were, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And I like to imagine that the rest of that sentence was killed me. No. <laughs> and then people, you know, some like reporters went up to a 16 year old Kurt Russell and they were like, uh, did you, did you hear that Walt Disney's last words were Kurt Russell? And he was like smashing a vial of like opium. He's like, it was and morphine. He was like, that's like, interesting. That's like, really interesting. It was the name of his sled. Yeah. And then he'd like throw, <laughs> he throws like a gun into the lakes of America. And he's like, I, we have to assume that he meant uh, it, the rest of that sentence was Kurt Russell should inherit my fortune, right? Like, like that. That's the logical that's what conclusion. I think. He's he's in. He this, was in the computer world. Tennis shoes. That's right. He's he in, was one of their like original young, like young adult. He was young in. Um, he was in like Daniel stars. Boone. Uh, he was in like a western show during the sixties, sure. if I remember right. There's a reason they don't make these anymore, Mark. And you want to know why it is? Because they don't need to, they don't need to go down this road anymore. Oh, because here's the thing. Okay, bunch of brats, bunch of kids, bunch of people look up to the the Osmonds and they're like, oh man, the Osmonds, that's cool, that's awesome. I love the Osmonds, and the Osmonds are having a great time in Disneyland. I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's amazing. I he, I wish I could have as much fun as uh, those all of those Yahoos having fun in Disneyland. This uh this woman who was in. The music man? Uh, no, she was in um, she was in Hello Dolly. Yes, we'll get to that in a second. Right. There's a reason though that that they don't have to do this anymore is because with the advent of YouTube, right? You can there are enough uh, people influencers, if you will, <laughs> sure. tastemakers that they can give access to that can get and target very specific audiences, and all they have to do is just give them like a fucking free pass to Star Wars land yeah, and just let all of the free publicity come rolling in because there is the line between uh, press and entertainment has disappeared in the, in the land of YouTube. It's non-existent. That, that they can basically give just the smallest amount of access to a bunch of shills and they will just show up and fucking lap it up and tell their audience how great your shit is. Yes, but this is also, I mean, they also stopped making commercials like this in the 90s right with tgif where every month they would would integrate them into certain shows but this was this is an episode of the wonderful world of disney yeah it's like this week we we, showed daniel uh we showed davy crockett last month this This month this time we're we're watching a goddamn commercial it's an hour long with the osmonds yeah well, we're going to dive right into this whiz-bang of a, of a plot that we've got going on here. Oh, my God. So, it's layered. Mark, we open up Act 1. It's Disneyland. Very much so. And we get a bunch of establishing shots of everybody having a great time there on Main Street. And I, I, got, I have to guess the apartment costs on Main Street are probably, I don't Outrageous. know. Outrageous. Well, at that time, probably. But, you know, $350 a month for a one-bedroom there on Main Street? I would think 350 a month plus a uh, frozen banana. Yeah. You know? So what's that going to run you back? 
six sixty cents. You know, I mean that's pretty outrageous, though. Yeah, they for were, a frozen banana. And in that 19, was, but yeah, but there at the time there was no uh, no admission fee. You just had to buy packets of tickets. That's amazing. You could just show up You'd and just, just walk, walk around. around and watch stuff and look at stuff and then just go home. Right. That was the thing. They didn't they, they didn't uh, uh, um, bring in admission costs until like the seventies, if I remember right. All right. Kurt Russell shows up, a very young Kurt Russell. Amazingly young. He's like, I think he's like 19 here. Ah, he looks amazing. He is here, and so are the Osmond brothers. They're there on Main Street, and and they're they're just hanging out. They're all wearing the same clothes. (laughs) They're, uh, They're waiting to meet up with their Disneyland tour guide and check out the park, but little Donnie, Donnie Osmond. Ah, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mark. He wants to go see the fucking Haunted Mansion. That's the only thing he wants to do. Is that a new attraction? It was uh, It was built the year prior. Okay. In 1969 is when the Haunted Mansion opened. So 1970, it would have probably been... So he's heard about it. It's he's excited newest, about it. It's the it. newest ride in the park. He's like, I got to see it, all right? Got to see the I mansion. Gotta, I got to see the mansion. I want to find out. I gotta, I'm going to count all those ghosts and I ghouls. I hear there's 99 of them. And, uh, you know, rumor has it there may be 100 added. <laughs> there's room for one more. Kurt here is fresh off of the computer wore tennis shoes for Disney. Presumably they just let him out of the studio for, you know, 60 minutes of R&R. And we're like, go ahead, kid. Do whatever you want. (laughs) But you'll be back by 9 p.m. EJ Peeker shows up. The actress. Not alone, though. No, she's got a car. She's with Herbie the Love Bug, presumably. She shows up with uh, uh, a volkswagen beetle mm-hmm. she's like i want to i want to i want to take this thing into the beetle parade and they're like that was last year man what are you what are you doing i didn't necessarily understand this beat this is a solid joke in my opinion she says i'm supposed to drive this thing in i she- got here right after our lunch and then kurt russell says that was last year and she says oh maybe i should have left after breakfast all right, maybe it's not a great joke. Donnie has no idea who this woman is. This is this part is amazing. Yes, because generally, if you want to present who this person who isn't necessarily famous is, you say from yeah, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They're like it's oh my god, it's hello, this person. It's Hello Dolly's EJ Peeker. Yes, you could just say Hello Dolly's EJ Peeker. But Donnie, but instead they, they're like they wrote this full page of dialogue. Break it down for me. Donnie's like I don't know who this woman is, and his, one of his brothers is like, "Say, do you remember when we saw Hello Dolly?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Hey, do you remember that scene when they're in the bakery? Uh, vaguely. Do you remember the woman that was there in the bakery in that scene in Hello, Dolly? The main one? No, 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 no. The other one. Sure. Well, that's her. The movie star? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's, at that point, the switch has been flipped. Yeah, he might as well have been like... Knocked on his ass. He might as well have been like, you know, movies have second ADs? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That guy must be a billionaire. Yeah, sure he is. Uh, This is enough to impress Donnie. EJ is hoping to get into the parade, as we stated, on Main Street, but she's too late. But here's the thing. The gang, they got a show going on later. So they got a little bit of time to screw around in the park, but then they got to be to the show. So they hop on a bus and head to the other side of the park. But then they run into 
Mr. Gridley. Mr. Gridley, who I feel is the only fully developed character in this whole thing. Very Am I much wrong? so. No, <laughs> because he has a motivation. He has interests. And he, he has something that he, has he cares something to about. Do. And, and so Mr. Gridley apparently is, first, first of all, the way this guy's introduced makes it seem like, A, there's some, like, other material that we're missing. Because they're very familiar with him, and he's very familiar with them. Right. But like as, but an, as audience, an audience, I don't, I don't know. It's is what's that? Is he from a comic book? Is he in the MCU? Is he? <laughs> was he on Agents of Shield? Yeah, he was. I, in, I don't. Why would I know? He who was this in person Iron is? Fist. Uh, Mr. Gridley is uh, the Osmond and Kurt Russell's like chaperone slash like teacher. Regardless, the man is obsessed with time. Yes, he's the clock king. He's the clock king. He's gonna somehow Batman is gonna prevent him <laughs> from getting to his is like kids uh uh like it's like a separation hearing he's gonna lose his children and that's gonna force him to know exactly how fast it takes batman to punch someone <laughs> yeah and that's, he's gonna and use that's information gonna against him, him somehow mr gridley is very concerned about time he has a clipboard and he's got a stopwatch he's like boys you need to know you need to know everything down to the exact minute and so he says what are you guys going to perform at your show and they say well we're thinking about uh, performing down on the corner by uh Credence Clearwater Revival. And he says, well, how long is it? And they say, about two minutes. And he says, oh, no, that won't do at all. I can't know about. I need to know exactly. I need specifics, fellows. Specifics. So while they're on the bus, he makes them sing it. Right. So he can time it out to the exact second. Yes. It's all about knowing the specifics. Is he... (sighs) Was he their chaperone? I thought he was like an efficiency expert within the park. Like, I thought he was busting every single person's balls. I, like, I thought that he was going up to the ride operators and being like, it took you 14 seconds to load up Haunted Mansion. Matterhorn. Was the Matterhorn around at that time? Yeah, we see it. They're singing. It took on, you 14 seconds to it. get on the Matterhorn. I need you to be able to do that in 13 seconds. But no, he's just some hard ass that was assigned to the Osmonds. I think he's there. I think he's like a chaperone because he's he just they they're like familiar with him and he knows like the the run of the day and he, well, he's every, like trying to get them to move along. That I don't think the fact that they're familiar with him is a good enough indication that they've known each other because everybody seems familiar with everybody. Yeah, but they call him Mr. Gridley like he's like a teacher. Oh, like your good friend, like you call me. Mr. I call you Mr. Gridley as Mr. well. Gridley. <laughs> it was like, Andrew, the, how long is our podcast? Like about an hour. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, oh, that will never this do. Won't, this won't do it all. We'll have to do yeah. We'll have to do it, and then we'll have to time it, and then we'll have to see and if we we'll can do it again. that record. And now start singing Down on the Corner, please. <laughs> uh, Down on the Corner would have been pretty popular at the time. I think it came yes. out like the year prior. Yes, incredibly popular. It's two minutes exactly, and uh, some kids... Uh, Mr. Gridley's uh, very uh, excited about that, but the bus has already left because they're singing the song on the bus. They get on a bus. They start singing. Mr. Gridley starts timing it. Somehow, Somehow he hears, he hears them, them and he knows when they're done. Also, like a great, like all great musicians and performers, uh, the people who play drums and bass mm-hmm. merely pretend yeah. to play. They, they're, they're, like, they're strumming it. They're like, but it's they're just playing it like Jimi Hendrix. It's just the air. Yeah, he starts doing it with his teeth, I think, and you're at just one hearing point. Boom, 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 Meanwhile, the bus drops the Osmonds off, and uh, the bear from Splash Mountain waves Donnie over. Uh, kidnaps Donnie, I Basically, uh, the bear from Splash Mountain, who's also from 
Song of the South. Br'er Bear at that point. Well, at that point, he was exclusively from Song of the yes, South. Yes, that's true. Splash Mountain was another 10 years, 20 years? 20 years, offing. right? Yeah. He waves over Donnie, and he's like, come over and, come and here. see my magical world over come here. Come here, kid. Donnie then runs off with the, the bear. He heads over to New Orleans Square with the bear and the fox from Song of Song the South. Song of the South. And uh, he watches them dance to some ragtime for like a full, I felt like four, 40 I, minutes. I felt like it was the runtime of the entire thing. Uh, he dances with them. They dance. They dance with other people. They, they dance with the band. Yes. You see. really get the impression that Disneyland is a magical place. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. The rest of the gang, however, uh, misplaces Donnie because they didn't see him walk off. Like, now they have to go look oh, shit. for him. Mr. Gridley runs up and he says... Uh, well, we have to find Donnie. We have we have this. We can't we can't put on the show without the, all the Osmonds. Right. It's like I booked all you motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're gonna you're, sing. You're not gonna cause me every anything. single song. They want five brothers. We're giving them five brothers. And he like looks at Kurt Russell. He's like, don't go far. <laughs> yeah. He gives uh, some uh, impressive facts about Disneyland. He says, "Well, D- Donnie, it shouldn't be too hard to find him." This is, I. I love this part. He says he just reads like we serve a thousand cheeseburgers every day. Yeah, he basically runs down a list of Wikipedia facts. He says there's 52 rides here at Disneyland. There's 50,000 visitors daily. Only 50,000 visitors, which I think is a mere. I think that many because we're recording this. on. I would assume that's how many people are in your apartment building right now. (laughs) We're recording this on the first day of uh, Galaxy's Edge opening yeah. up, Star Wars Land opening yeah. up in Disneyland. And I think they hit capacity at, like, the first hour that it opened. Yes. And I think it's something like 40,000 just alone in yeah. that part of the park. In that tiny part. Uh, and they, they they said, well, and there's 20,000 kids here uh, daily. Jay Osmond. And Mr. Gridley run off to the Haunted Mansion because they said that dumb that's, brat was just fucking little banging on of a shit wanted to go. He's just it's like, oh, I'm going to count all 99 ghosts. All right. I bet there's. I think it's 999. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to 100. He's like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Well, Me- I'm not counting anymore. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang gets swept up in a big fun parade. And then we see another uh, runtime length of weirdos that are in the park. We this. Get- <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> this is a montage where they're like, what motivates this? Is it just the parade? It's the parade. Or does somebody have a line where they're like, maybe it's him. Mm-mm. No, it just starts happening. No, because they get swept up in the parade. The This like, uh, you know, the electric, uh, the Main Street electrical parade starts rolling through. And they're like, oh, looks like we're having a lot of fun. They're dancing along with the parade. And we're just seeing parade watchers, you know, watching Kurt Russell and the gang kind of dance along with the, the cast of characters. And then we just start, it starts <laughs> cutting in terms of the beat of the music. And they, and it, they, they like, gr- I feel like they group their B-roll by being like, um, uh, ugly people ki- eating, ugly kids, uh, old people, people. eating, fat people, s- people smoking. Yeah, kids on shoulders. So there's sad children. <laughs> like there's six clips in a row of children crying. I'm like, why did you do this? So every every uh, six uh, different cuts are like a like a group of themes. Yeah, it's it's incredible the, it's the old one, men eating ice cream yeah, cones why like, is this a thing i love the i love the one the section of people smoking because yeah it's like that's great big cigarette big cigar big pipe 
of a Arr. bunch of different people. And like big pipe while child is on shoulders, right, right, just getting yeah. a chimney full yeah. of <laughs> secondhand smoke. It's amazing. Uh, yes. And then like kids eating and then adults eating and then just old people just kind of like pleasantly sitting on a bench. And there's like balloons just flying into the sky. Like all of this doesn't. Because it's a bunch of B-roll, right? Yes. But it much of it doesn't meet my definition of B-roll. Like, a shot of a trash can is not B-roll. <laughs> they said just... They, you know, a like, shot of you an got, angry old man, you got, not you got B-roll. 45 minutes. You got to fill You got to knock it out, man. Just knock it out. So he's like, all right, what do you got? All right. You go trash can, pan up. Pan down, down, trash can, Got balloons. balloons, balloons, just a bunch of balloons. Balloon. All right, man smoking, follow him for a little bit. Got it. Okay, another man smoking. Got it. All right, ugly child crying. Got it. Got it. A woman carrying her toddler by the leg upside down. <laughs> Got it. Nikita Khrushchev just stomping through the park. Right. Got it. Uh, Like this sequence was no joke. It was 90 like, seconds? It was, it was a long time. Like, right? It was interminable how long it, yeah, it was. It, it's one of those things where, like, when you're watching a show and, you and, uh, you know, we when we watch these types of movies, you try and get yourself lost in the, like, narrative of this where if the editing where is... at the very least the world, like, all right, it's 1970. I'm watching this on my tube TV. I'm yes. trying to figure out what's, go what's going on. The, the thing about editing is good editing is only good because you don't necessarily notice it. Yes. But, like, there's definitely a problem when you look around and you're like, how long have we been... What is happening <laughs> why here? Am I, why am I looking and I at don't, this? I don't consider myself to be an expert at this at all. I'm, like, a terrible, awful layman. But, like, if I notice it, it's, there's an issue. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I noticed it maybe four seconds in. I was like, like oh, God, <laughs> this is going to be bad. And then 90 seconds later, I'm still going, how is this still happening? Because also the song picks up in tempo, so the, the editing gets just faster, yes. faster, faster. Old man, old man, old man, <laughs> child, child, trash can, trash can. Because you have to imagine that they are cutting this with, you know, they're doing the razor blade cuts on yes, this. Yes, yes, movieola. <laughs> watching it on a, they're listening to it and listening to it. Yeah, and they've like, got right, a cigarette a, dangling out of their mouth. There, and they're like, right, oh, yeah, cut that's that. good. <laughs> All right, cut there. They're like, great, great. Great, send it out. Donnie, meanwhile, continues to dance with the Song of the Some, South gang. Yeah, somehow this ends. I, I don't remember. I think I blacked out. I think I had ep epilepsy at some point. And when I came to, Donnie is still dancing with Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear. Yeah, somehow the B-roll, the guy who's shooting B-roll managed to walk into the park where he's like, trash can to, oh, these kids are dancing. All right, oh, let's all right. Just stay well, on this. That counts as a transition. <laughs> he runs into Jay, uh, his brother, and they head off with the three little pigs. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang fail to see Jay and Donnie as they're searching for now their two brothers. Right. We run into Act 2. More fun is to be had here at Disneyland. The gang asks a bunch of costume characters about their lost brothers. Andrew, it is an amazing uh, testament to your screenwriting ability and your dedication to story to be able to determine act breaks because <laughs> <laughs> as far as i can tell nothing has happened that is different well they probably i would say i would even maybe slide the act break up before 
Donnie probably Once he disappears. Donnie gets lost. That's where Jay and Mr. Gridley run off to the haunted mansion. It's probably Act Two is up there. Right. But there's no transition. It just happens. No, it just, you would just expect it to happen. Just you'd have goes. to. You'd expect it to happen at the commercial mark, but unfortunately, right. it just kind of dovetails into. It right. just goes. Yeah. Uh, the gang asks a bunch of costume characters about their lost brothers, and then get a bunch of shrugs from Pluto and right because they and can't Donald. talk. Kurt Russell runs into a kid who wants to see the Native American fire dance. This uh, this part is shocking. This part is terrifying. So uh, the thing with Disneyland that Walt Disney made a big, big point about when it opened in the, the late 50s and I, now not so much today, but through the 60s and into the 70s and into the 80s was like he wanted to be able to feature cultures Yes. Uh, from all around the world. I mean, that's yes. why It's a Small World is a, was a op, was uh, one of the rides that was open the park. If I yes, remember but correctly. there. Uh, no, it wasn't. But there was there was stuff like a donkey ride through just Native American yes. territory yep. or the rivers of America. There was all that sort of stuff that was more about like showing other cultures and. Maybe it, it, well, it, it's celebrating not, them in a it, lot of ways. At one point, they wanted to open a separate park in like Colonial Williamsburg, didn't yes, they? Yes, uh, which Disney's America, I believe it was called, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it did not go well. Did not go well. Weren't they were they were like uh, it's a lot of historical value on the land you're going to build. They're like, no, 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 we're going to tear it apart. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So uh, in 1970, they apparently ran these uh, fire dance shows. Yes. And uh, he looks at the sign and sees that the the show doesn't start until uh, 4.30. Right. It's 4.15 now. Right. Kurt Russell says, don't worry, kid. I got this. Moves the hands of the clock around to 4.30, which immediately starts the show. Yes. Now, that is the aspect that is horrifying to me, Mm. is that Kurt Russell in this moment reveals that he is a time lord. (laughs) Where not the cultural appropriation. That is... No, no, it's separate. Yeah, we all understand that that's just par for the course for disney but the fact that he turns the clock which is just, just as far as i can tell sign no it's not even a clock it's just paper it's you know it's two pieces of metal that he moves mm-hmm. but that causes time to move forward enough to where the dancers are like must perform <laughs> and they run out and do their dance and then we watch that for three know, minutes very, right yeah then uh, once the show ends, mm-hmm. the dancers see that it is now also 4.30, <laughs> and they do it again. <laughs> well, no, they, uh, they they continue to look for the kids, look on the uh, Jungle Cruise ride, they look at the backside of water, yes, they I, find the this, all of this hairiest stuff. part of uh, <laughs> can the tiger, jump, yeah, can jump 30 feet. Uh, Mr. Gridley notices that the clock is fast at the fire dance and resets oh, so it to the correct it time and then at the 4.30, dancers. which restarts the dance again. All of this stuff. The, were, so the, those gentlemen, the, the, the Native Americans performing the dance, apparently their life is just hell because they're just constantly. <laughs> when the clock says time, dance, time loop. everybody dance now. Uh, Andrew, I kind of loved this sequence where it's just like, oh, there's so much fun to be had at Look Disneyland. At Look at all the attractions. We're, we're on the Astro ride. We're on the sub ride that's that's uh, used to be 20,000 20, Leagues Under the, the Sea. sea. Now then it's it Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, yes. Uh, they're on the Jungle Cruise ride, which, again, is still around. Still there. Two of the Osmonds join E.J. Peeker on the steamboat, on Mark Twain's uh, big steamboat. Yeah, to, like, look around and see what's up. They're like, well, yeah, we're going to, to Tom Sawyer's Island, and we're going to smoke a couple J's over there. 
Shh, don't tell old man Gridley. Uh, they see Mr. Gridley on the dock who yells at him. I have my grandfather's ashes. He wanted to be spread at Disneyland. <laughs> We're sneaking over there. They're going to check your pockets, so you got to keister it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, EJ. <laughs> She's like, what? You want to do this or not? <laughs> he yells, it's almost time for the show. They misunderstand it, and they think that they want EJ to sing so he can time out her song. And they're like, all right, sure. Fuck we'll it. sing a song. She sings uh, Walkin' Happy by Peggy Lee. Yes, of course she does. All around the boat. Yes. You know, that classic ditty. This isn't actually... This is shot pretty well. It's all shot well. It's pretty nice. It's kind of fun to see her performing on that steamboat. I don't think I've ever seen anybody enjoying themselves on that steamboat. So I've never never ridden it. It just seems boring. It is boring. It's boring and it's dull and it's lame. And then you just get off, right? Yeah, it's a... Boat. So to see people enjoying themselves, I was like, "All right, that that seems fun." It actually worked on me. It made me go, "I'll ride the Mark Twain. I don't care." <laughs> we got more wandering around Disneyland as they continue to look for Donnie and Jay. We see a stage show where uh, kids, not the uh, the Osmonds, not but the, this is an actual. The these are the, the other performers children. here at Disneyland are singing, "This land is your land." And they're showing off all of the different cultures represented at Disneyland. Right. This probably took forever to fucking shoot. Uh, yes, because they're singing. They're lip syncing every track, every attraction. Right. Yes. They like step off of the people remover. They step off of. They're on. They're on a, the one of the moving subs. They're yeah. Like they're, it's crazy. It must have taken all. They had to have shut down on, part of the park. They're to on do the this. side of the Matterhorn. Yeah, and so presumably they sang the entire fucking song in each location, and then in the edit they were able to like, fuck it, we'll move them around. Together, yeah. But like they're in like twenty different positions, and they're they're nailing the lip sync on all of this. Yeah, they're great. So this uh, this goes on and on. It's eighteen minutes away from the show now. Oh God. So I'm guessing oh, Act God. Three. Right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Act two is just literally just fucking around it's in the park. It's a montage. <laughs> it's act two. It's eighteen minutes. Eight. It's eighteen minutes away from the show, and Mister Gridley will not put the Osmond on without the entire group. He's no. Like, Look, I paid for five Osmonds. I'm gonna get five Osmonds, and if I don't get five Osmonds, I'm not paying anybody anything. Right. All right. It's so you, you. Find that fucking kid. It's five Osmonds or it's zero Osmonds. <laughs> Five Osmonds went into this park. Zero are leaving. Meanwhile, while uh, they're looking around, Kurt Russell apparently is there just to MC this thing. That was that was the whole idea, was that he would just, you know, introduce people, E.J. Peterman, uh, the Osmonds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Can we tell the fire dancers that it's 415 again <laughs> and they'll do it? I don't uh, know. Get those uh, This Land is Your Land kids out. Yeah. They're, they're I do parents. love when they... I, I do love... This land is our land. When it's saying it's like an upbeat poppy song, because mm-hmm. obviously it was written as like sort of a protest song to be like, yes, we should not hate each other. But yes. then everybody's like, this land is our land. <laughs> Isn't it great? Aren't we all happy? Kurt Russell sings "Sugar Sugar" by the Archies. Of course, the number one song of 1969. Yeah, it was a big fucking deal. It was the big. It, you think of 1969, you're like, uh, I don't know, "Gimme Shelter." Uh, Mm-mm. Papa was a Rolling Stone by the Temptations. Like, what was the number one song? Like, it was a song by a made-up group of cartoon characters. Yeah, no, that is, was what everybody wanted to hear. Has, has that been covered in Riverdale yet? Oh, oh yeah. Has it? Yeah. Oh, do the Pussycats sing it? No. Uh, Archie sings it. 
while he's murdering his uh, father. <laughs> of course. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's like uh, playing a tape. He's wearing a raincoat. Yeah, it's raining. It's There's lightning flashes, and then he just stabs his dad in the eye, and he says, Sugar. Do, 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 do. do. We get a lot of B-roll of Goobers dancing to this song while uh, Kurt Russell sings. A lot of white people dancing. Mr. Gridley sees the missing brothers are on the people remover. Yes. And wants to stop the ride, but he's told that the controls to stop the ride are on the other side of the park. This is... Which I'm like... That seems like a bad way to do it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, needlessly complex. So, like, so, but it also seems like it might be true that Disneyland's infrastructure was like, oh no, you can't, you can't, you can't stop I, I it can't, here. I can't, you gotta, I can't do this. I'm yeah, at the end are, of the ride. These are two things that get, don't go together. So, it, oh, he, I can't stop that ride. So he's like, all right, well then, what do you do in case there's an emergency? He's like, oh, we fire this flare gun, and so he grabs a so flare he grabs gun, a flare gun, fires it, and he says, no, that'll start the fireworks. He's like, let me get this straight. You have so, one flare gun that does two different things. So what if one is awesome, <laughs> and one is if somebody is being ripped apart by machinery, and they're like, uh, yep, yeah. So when someone's getting ripped apart by machinery, there's just fireworks just going off. Yeah, in the plays background. the eighteen twelve overture. <laughs> So a fireworks show starts up because he shot this flare into the air. Kurt Russell, meanwhile, it's the big show's happening, and he introduces E.J. Peeker, who comes out and sings a song entitled It Must Be Him by Vicky Carr. Yes. I've never heard this song before. I'm like, this is a weird choice for a a family-friendly show. It's kind of horrifying. Yes. It's it's about a woman obsessing uh, about waiting for a man to call her on the phone. Yes. And other people call, and it's not him. She's like, it kills me on the inside that it's not him. And I'm like, I don't know when the song came out, but I just... You think you're just like, all right, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of pop stars, and we're you gonna could, be talking about the stupid haunted mansion, which we've lost the thread there, by yeah, the way. I don't. Is there a haunted mansion? I don't I'm know anymore. To, I'm the, the thousandth ghost because I've died in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched this. Be, we, I picked this because I knew it's the thing where they go on the haunted mansion, and I was like ripping up my notepad as I was watching it because I was like, if these motherfuckers <laughs> don't get on the goddamn haunted mansion in the, the next mansion. eight minutes, I'm going to lose it. Side stage, they've now found all the Osmonds. They get ready, and Kurt goes out and says, well, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen the O'Neaters. From that movie. Mm-hmm. That thing you do. Yeah. They come out and they sing a song entitled Golden Rainbow, which is one of their original hits. And uh, then they grab some instruments. They grab some instruments, start playing a medley from the musical Hair. And then they also do Let the Sunshine In, which is from Hair. Oh, that's where it's that's what it's from. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Age of Aquarius and Let the Sunshine. Oh, I thought those were original songs this whole time. No, I'm pretty sure they're both from Hair. I think that's the idea. This whole time, my entire life, I thought those were original tracks. Those are from Hair. I believe they're from Hair. Okay. Am I? But I'm if sure anyone wants right. to, if anyone wants to correct me on that, but I, I based on when I Googled all of these songs well, at that if time, you Googled it, it then sent I'm me sure to the fine. Wikipedia page for Hair. Yeah. After the show, they sing each other's praises. They're like, "You did great." No, no you did. You great. did great. Oh, this guy, this fucking guy, and uh, then. Um, Kurt Russell, the way you sang Sugar Sugar was amazing. Mr. Gridley comes up. He's like, ah. They're like, mm. uh, well, 
You're tying the hell out of that song. Yeah. Good you, for you. You knew that uh, it takes us two and a half minutes to sing our medley. <laughs> it takes me three quarters of a second to punch Donnie in the mouth. <laughs> take, He's going to use it to his advantage. Yeah. Now, 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 Donnie wants to it go see. It takes me two and a half seconds to call you an asshole. Watch this. <laughs> You're an asshole. Donnie's like, all right, cut the shit. I've been here all goddamn day. Everybody's here for the goddamn haunted mansion. <laughs> I want to see some goddamn ghouls and ghosts. All right, I want to get, I want to, I want to get terrified, spine tingling. Just take me to the fucking haunted mansion. So they said, "All right, get your shit. Let's go." However, Kurt Russell sticks around. <laughs> so everybody leaves. Everybody stage. leaves. Everybody's, everybody's like, like, "Here we go. Right, We're going to the We're mansion. going to the haunted mansion." Kurt Russell turns around and looks directly into camera. Right down the barrel. Like he's going to sell us some computer games. He says, well, we've had a lot of fun here today. (laughs) He turns the chair around, sits down. I want to get real with everybody. Yeah. Uh, While the Osmonds head off to the Haunted Mansion, I want to inform you about the construction and creation of one of Disneyland's greatest rides. We then cut to like a four minute long separate like film strip yes about how the haunted mansion was created but the vo doesn't just say the fungineers here at disney imagineers they're called yeah i know that are you know wanted to make something that the, the that would shock and delight children of, of all ages and it would be fun and spooky and scary all at the same time no they they're like the are <laughs> Our occult experts here at Disneyland <laughs> dug up a bunch of yeah. graves. Walt Disney was worried about ghosts getting busted, so he wanted to put a house together where all the ghosts could live. Yes. So that's what the Haunted Mansion is. And you're like, okay, so that's the story you're telling us. That, that's fine. That there's I'll a, go with that. that. Walt Disney got a bunch of ghosts, and then he plopped them into the Haunted Mansion. But then, but then a, they're like, a twist. actually, like, well... So here's the thing. we Sometimes some of the ghosts didn't want to live there. And also some of the other ghosts, you can't necessarily see them while you're in the ride. So our engineers had to build replicas right. of, of the said ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> and then robots of said ghosts. And you're just like, I'm just... I'm, Wait, I've which got, one oh, is hold it? Hold on a second. I've got is a, this a ride or is this a, a, a reliquary of some sort? Are they, what, what is this? Are they building covers for the ghosts so that we can see them? I've, All right, so the ghosts Kurt, go... Kurt, I have a question in the back here. Uh, you're going to just... I'm, I'm, there I'm will so, be I'm no sorry. questions. No, I'm sorry to interrupt. There will be it's, no questions. Uh, okay. Joe Acosta, right. sit down. Oh. <laughs> Kurt Russell, a 19-year-old Kurt Russell just shouted me down. Because <laughs> it would be like... And the solution seems kind of obvious to me now where it's like, okay, we built a house where ghosts can live, but the ghosts are invisible. So we built these robots Mm -hmm. that the ghosts inhabit. And that's what you see. But instead they like break it down all the way where they're like, well, some of them them didn't sign the release. Some of them were just kind of jerks. Some of them wanted money for their their appearance, so we we changed it just enough. A bunch of them like kept touching people in weird (laughs) ways, so we were like, we can't, we can't have enough of that. Enough of that. Please go away. Also, this is like we're like maybe five minutes from the end of this. You would think, look, man, if you're gonna promote the haunted mansion, write a fucking haunted mansion. Yeah, here's a spooky, scary thing. And, and then it's like, do that. It, or it's like, how did Walt Disney create the Haunted Mansion? Well, the Osmonds are here to show us. And then you do like a 45-minute like, oh, we 
We went, why are Walt we here? Disney We're has doing hired, research. Yeah, for, Walt Disney has hired us to be the first people to ride the haunted mansion, and we and they get lost in it, and it's yeah. scary. But they're like, no, don't worry about it. But then they actually find a real ghost, or they think it's a ghost, but it's actually Kurt Russell with like a sheet over him. <laughs> You know, like, there's so many better versions of this. And Instead of like, yeah, we're fucking around in the park yeah. for like 50 minutes. It's and we're like, to oh, get... shit, we got to go before it closes. <laughs> it's easy to get lost at Disneyland. And then sometimes you ride the Haunted Mansion is what this ends up being. But the other thing was, like, I was upset because that five minute uh, Guerdon True Blood video mm-hmm. I thought was the most interesting part. Like. Yeah, that's you, all you I wanted. I was background like, of I was it. like, okay, how did they build this? And they go into details about how like a bunch of the animatronics are run by these like right, like these uh, records, records. Yeah. these records that are layered in like six, like, six layer, six ta- uh, tower of six records, and that controls making them turn and look at each other. Mm-hmm. And like, I assume that the system is a little more advanced now, but when I was a kid, you're like, that's cool. And I rode the ride. That was what was driving it mm-hmm. at that time was probably those same wax or shellac uh, records. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool, but they just kind of throw it away on four for four minutes at the end of the video. They say that we see a bunch of models of the mansion and Kurt explains well how everything works. He says it takes, it took 10 years to create the Haunted Mansion. So you're yes, working I on this from that. 1960 all the way up to 1970. We then fade to Kurt telling this same information to the Osmonds while they're in line for the Haunted Mansion. Right. So they were like, well, who are you talking to before? Like, Well, what's upsetting? Are they is, breaking the fourth wall? Why is, didn't Kurt just tell them? No. Yeah, like, this. why did we have to break and have him look at the camera and say, well. He's like, folks, I didn't forget about you. Uh. Sugar Sugar is a great song. I think we can all agree on that. They finally get inside the Haunted Mansion, all right? We've built up to this. Jesus it's been Christ. fucking an hour for Just this. get in the goddamn Haunted Mansion. Is this room getting longer? <gasps> Donnie then cuts in line and rides with EJ, all right? Uh, Donnie's a, he's a fucking pimp, man. That guy, uh, he's playing it because he like, says EJ's going to get scared and I want to be there. Yeah. When she's scared because uh, I'll make her feel all right. <laughs> And then Kurt's like, oh, he's like, what? oh, oh, oh no, no, e- EJ, don't, don't get in there, don't. Oh, oh she's sh- in the doom buggy. All right, well, that's that. <laughs> it's like, no, you can get closer. You can get closer. Yes, yeah, so they go through the whole thing. The ride then ends, and then they exit. Yes, but they can't find Donnie. Where's Donnie? Where did Donnie go? Meanwhile, overhead, we see a bunch of ghouls and goblins and ghosts heading towards the haunted mansion. Yes. Opening this year, 1970, here at Disneyland. So presumably, Andrew, how do you interpret? Is there any way to interpret this ending other than Donnie is dead? Donnie died. Donnie is dead, and now he is a he's, part. He's now the thousandth ghost. Yes, he will in, always be in the haunted mansion. That's right. Well, unless he doesn't sign the release, then they're gonna have to make a, we'll a, a robot that kind of looks that like him. Where's a Donnie like gray? It was a brown sweater and a mm-hmm. yellow turtleneck mm-hmm. underneath. Mm-hmm. Looked terrible. And that's the end of Disneyland Showtime. Mark, what did you think of this? I actually loved it. You loved it? Yeah, as far as 60-minute commercials for Disneyland go. Of course. Like, I genuinely enjoyed this. I found the Osmonds to be uh, amazingly dull and saccharine Mm -hmm. and uninteresting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and I really didn't like their interpretations of any of these songs. But there is something about like seeing, because how many times can you make Family Goes to Disneyland? Family Goes to Disneyland. Not enough. Family Goes Not to enough. Disneyland. Not enough. Not enough. All right. What if it's Family Goes to Disneyland, but they're all performers? Oh. And they sing. Oh. And then one you know, of like, them gets it, lost. Imagine because... the, you know, the Von Trapps heading off to <laughs> Disneyland. That's fun. I enjoyed it. I, I also just, obviously, these things were kind of replaced by the, like we said, TGIF. Everybody from Step by Step goes to Disneyland episodes. Everybody from Roseanne goes there. Everybody from... Full House. Yep. And that then... was that was the one where I was talking to, uh, I was talking to somebody and explaining why we were, we were watching this. And I was like, this is, this was... A thing that you would tune into and you would see and you would get excited about this new attraction at Disneyland and it got replaced by the full house things and they were like uh what are you talking about and I was like Michelle cuts in line in front of her sister and becomes queen of Disneyland they're like folks I'm, I'm, and not, she, I'm not it was Disney World but it was yeah. Disney but when I said that she was like oh yeah of course yeah yeah I know what you're talking <laughs> about I saw that and I was like yeah did you think that was just a normal episode and she was like yes and I was like no it wasn't it was a commercial mm-hmm. but uh I I just I just enjoyed it and I like seeing young Kurt Russell uh singing sugar sugar I don't know why yeah that's back in uh, in that that era of television where you could just be like, I don't know, um, like uh, it's like uh, look, we ki- got honey like, it's like kiss. Uh, there's that kiss movie that where they just go to like Magic Mountain, yes, and then they like fight robot kiss. Yeah, yeah. They're just like I don't know. Fuck it. We have the amusement park for three days. Let's um let's, let's have them do a bunch of shit. Shoot it. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. They just go around. They get a hot dog. I don't know, just pan up to a trash can. Back down to the trash can. <laughs> Old man eating a bowl of cereal for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. This is all good stuff. Good. This is good stuff. Uh. Yeah. It was weird and wild. I don't. It's. I like to imagine that they had to cut a song for the montage of people eating stuff where they were like we have extra we have other content and they're like no <laughs> cut it i want to see six trash cans i have i have so much i guys this is the footage this is the gang we we have you have to imagine you, we see, have kurt russell pulling the sword out of the stone mark you have to imagine fuck yourself you have to imagine that in 1970 there's probably the equivalent of you and me <laughs> In the edit on this, God, I hope so. That it's like, yeah, we went, we went and licensed, um, like a Beatles song that uh, the Osmonds are singing or something like that. They're like a lot of hoops to jump through. They're like, no, folks, guys, guys, I told you before, we already have the keystone here. All right, it's a three-minute montage <laughs> of a bunch of humps that were <laughs> at Disneyland the day we shot this, and and it's already in. It's done. It's, it's, we it, did it. We that, did it already. Here's the thing. That's the starting point. I know it's in the middle of the show, but we just have to that we start from there, and then you fill in the rest on the other sides. Okay. Uh, I like to imagine that it was us doing the thing where we're like, "All right, we give them this. They tell us it sucks, and then we give them what we really want to do, <laughs> and then they were like, I love it.' We're like, uh, 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 yes, yeah, right? Isn't it? Isn't it great? And they're like, "Tell me you love it." Yeah. Say it right now, Andrew. Say it's good. It's, 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 I mean, it's interesting. It's going in. <laughs> Just like a original song. That you yeah, this like, thing that we had worked on for years. We're like, oh, it's our, it's our, 
we're going to do our Abbott on Costello act. And like when we were shooting it, like the Osmonds were really excited. They were like, oh, this will be a single. I'm pretty sure like, of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going straight to the top. <laughs> and then they see the edit and they're like, what happened? And you're like, um, I, you know, the, it's a it's a collaborative process to put these things together. Or it would just yeah. Or it would just be we forgot to run press play on but the camera. Mark, you know that we wouldn't no. But the thing is, is that we wouldn't have a backup. They would have had we we're doing this single, and we would have been the ones in the room going, guys, <laughs> what we have the content. This is so good. It's a isn't it? There's a man smoking a pipe. <laughs> We're going to put this on broadcast television. And then when you're done with the man smoking a pipe, we cut to a man smoking a cigar. He's got a big old stogie. Like, he won, he, he won, the, he won it at a carnival. We got a guy having a cigarette lit by a child. <laughs> we have to use this. The kid is also smoking. Yeah, they're chain-smoking cigarettes. It's remarkable. That's that. This is it. This is the show. I don't care about the haunted mansion stuff. In fact, I would put it there and put it at the end, put it at the beginning, run it three times. You think I won't? I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it. (laughs) I'm fucking crazy. Well, Mark, uh, what did you think of this? I thought it was great. You liked it. You genuinely liked it. I thought it's weird because it's it's the type of show that you don't see anymore. Yeah, it's a relic that's like. It's it's interesting to see how they went ahead and, and filled their time up in uh, 1970 on the uh, old broadcast network uh, schedule, but then at the same time, like, how did they get people to get excited about Disneyland uh, when they didn't have VHS tapes that they could just mail to impressionable children right. or YouTube videos? They had the Osmonds be like, "Man, I gotta ride this fucking haunted mansion ride, and it's gonna take 55 fucking minutes to get there. <laughs> Buckle up." Uh. Here's the real question. Did it make you want to ride the Haunted Mansion? Having ridden the Haunted Mansion yes. before? No. It made me want to ride it. I was like, I, I want to go to the Haunted Mansion right now. I like, um, I mean, the the, ele- the the room getting longer thing's fun. Do you not like the Haunted Mansion? It's fun. It's fine. It's it's a ride that's on the list. Of course. All right. Of course. All right. One. I've never been to Disneyland and not ridden the Haunted Mansion. You're right. Because we'll, it's one of my favorites. Well, here's the list, right? It's Give me the list. Ass Blasters. Well, of course. Star Tours. Yes. Indiana Jones. Ass Blasters again. Ass Blasters again. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Yes. Then maybe you think about going over to California Adventure. Soaring over California. No. You don't ride Toy so- Story. Oh, you're right. Yes. We go, go to Toy Story. Go to Pixar Pier. Uh, maybe the coaster if you're over there and the if line's kind of short. Yeah. Then uh, work your way back. Fly, soaring over California. Yeah. It's at the front. Uh, tortilla ride. Well, you have to. It's not there anymore, but. <laughs> you still. place a single rose outside. <laughs> it's Crime Alley. Just, yes. Uh, then back to Disneyland. And then maybe, um, well, Space Mountain. Yes. And then um, Ask Blasters, Ask one, Blasters more one more time. And then if Star Tours line is short, maybe write it again. See if you can get a different set of places to go yeah, to. Yes, yes. And then you go home. Right. That's it. Not Matterhorn. Not The Matterhorn is like if you're there, yes. maybe. But if like, you've been there all day. It's a it's a bit of an uncomfortable ride. And I know that they've... they've no, they've, I, I like it less now that I'm not sitting in your lap. <laughs> Andrew and I went to Disneyland years ago. Uh, back when they hadn't changed the seats, and I distinctly remember sitting in your lap, because <laughs> and looking at you and saying, "This is fun." This is fun because <laughs> the thing with the with the Matterhorn, if you've never been to Disneyland and you haven't ridden it, is that 
before it was like a toboggan. It was it was literally a toboggan, and gravity did a lot of the work on actually getting down the hill. So you would sit toboggan style in like strangers' laps because there was no dividers there, and there you was, would hope it was a stranger. There was no lap. there it were was, no seat belts. It was better either. when it was strangers' laps and not your good friend. But there was a there was a rumor that uh, they got a bunch of fat people riding these rides now, so they had to make the seats a little bit bigger, and then they installed. Um, seat backs and uh, belts to it as well so it's like a separate thing now uh it's still uncomfortable because you're basically sitting on the ground and they that thing just kind of slides around (laughs) it feels very unsafe so i guess ride it if you really want to but that's about that's 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 what you do and then you get a big elephant ear and then uh, um, you you look at the the apartment listings and hopefully maybe something opens up in adventure land yeah and then you go home. Speaking of going home, Mark, it's going to do it for this episode of Television Movie Night. Yes, yeah, a great episode. I'm glad to be back. Are you excited to be back? I'm great. Glad to hear it. Uh, Andrew, what are we going to be watching next time? That's a great question, and I hope you have the answer to it. For the month of July. June, July, August, all your favorites. No, we're, we're next I know, month we're, I know. July. You're right, yes. For the month of July, what are we watching? Andrew, July, of course, the 4th of July. Of course. Of course, it's it's a month about It's a patriotic month. And feeling great. Andrew, we will be watching this gem. The year was 1861. Around our way, something special was about to happen. We to gather waiting for Pa to show up. He had a new job and folks were there to pay him tribute. Mr. Herndon said it wasn't hardly possible coming out of a one-horse town like Springfield. Still, there was an election, and our own pa had been chosen president of all the United States. We'd be moving. I was seven years old when we left home. Looking back, a guy couldn't help but get caught up in the spirit of things. Willie? What are you doing? Ma was busy at the hotel. We'd rented out the house and moved in there temporarily. Today, we were moving out altogether. Ma was fussing over this and that. Pa said that she was a woman particular beyond the usual. Brother Bob had come back from college to help out. Mother. Robert, where have you been? We just sent him to the law office to try and find father. Wow. That's right. And we're going to be celebrating the greatest country in the world all month long. Oh, America? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought this was a trick question. No. Well, uh, look forward to that uh, in our next episode of Television Movie Night. But here's the thing, folks. I got a little secret for you. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, and I suggest you do, all right? Don't judge us by this one. Don't judge right? us by this one. Listen Get to back Generation there. X. There's some real good ones in the uh, in the vault. You can go back and listen to them at soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tvmovienight. And, uh, you know, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can leave a review there. Tell your friends about the show. We'd really appreciate it. Again, all that information and more. Soundcloud.com forward slash tvmovienightpodcast. Mark, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Andrew. Before we go, I'd mm-hmm. like to say, how long has this episode been? Um, I, 
about an hour. About an hour? That'll never do. No. I must know exactly how long it is. Uh, Play right. it for me we'll, right we'll now. We'll have to do it again, and, and I guess we'll have to time, time it. Down the corner. Uh, out in the street. Okay. Uh, we can't. We can't. We can't clear that song. Give it, 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 okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. 